Veterans Day special with former U.S. Navy air traffic controller Dave Monroe of the indie pop band Air Traffic Controller. Together, we talk about his Veterans Day release, 20, and Jimmy's song, a special tribute to his father-in-law who served in the Vietnam War. To all the vets out there, right here, right now, on VT Radio, let's go. With host Johnny Punish. Controller, Dave, how you doing? Great, Johnny. Nice to meet you. Pleasure. Hey, listen, uh, love the music. You're releasing a song called 20 off an uh, album called Dash. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'd like to know, you're releasing on Veterans Day. I'd like to know why you're releasing on Veterans Day. Can you tell me more about it? Oh, boy. I mean, I guess because I'm a veteran <laughs> would be the, uh, the main reason. It just seemed like... Uh, appropriate um when we were just trying to pinpoint dates to release it uh, most new music comes out on a friday and uh, i was just kind of looking at the calendar and saw a veteran i said wow this is uh this is perfect it's perfect i was a veteran in the navy and uh it's and there's a lot of this record that just reflects on my life and and things that things that i did uh as a, a serviceman and and uh as a veteran um so it's very autobiographical, the kind of songs that I write. And um, I even wrote one of the songs on the record I, I, I wrote about another veteran. So, um, so yeah, just that's that, that, that's why it was a no-brainer to, to, gotcha. uh, to do this gotcha. on that day. Question, yeah. air traffic controller, obviously, sounds like you were an air traffic controller in the, in the armed services. Tell me more about your service. Uh, well, I spent six years in the Navy doing uh, air traffic control at the uh, airport in Norfolk, Virginia, Norfolk uh, Navy base. And then um, I did two years in Puerto Rico, and that was more uh, radar type services. Well, not They have an airport on that base too, but I was in a separate sort of uh, weapons training facility where we did uh, drones and, and um uh, kind of the top secret stuff, which was really exciting. Gotcha. So, so what years did you serve? Uh, through, from '96, I got right out of high school and went, uh, you know, to boot camp uh, two months later. And um, so '96 to 2002. Gotcha. So you wrote the song called "20," which is, by the way, incredible. And I, I'm gonna okay. play a snippet for all our listeners later. But uh, wow, that's an incredibly cool song, my friend. Um, you were 20 years old, or you wrote it when you were 20, or the idea is you must have been an air traffic controller at that time. Tell us more about the song and the inspiration. Uh, well, the song is just a reflection on my 20s. Um, I definitely didn't write it then. I was, I, I did start writing songs around that time when I was in the service, and um, and I had just moved out of the barracks at that age. I was, I. Was, the Navy was so new to me, and I was in this in this uh, the barracks facility at, at uh, in Virginia, and almost like a college experience, but almost like a prison experience too at the same time. Just because I don't know, you don't you don't really know all these people that are in your hallway, and it's everybody's in a uniform and trying to trying to uh, 
behave in a way, which I guess is, is, uh, you get less of that in college, I think. Uh, so, so it, it was all right. I had a good group of friends there, but when I moved out with two, um, other air traffic controllers and we got an apartment, it was just like, I felt like I was finally, you know, living out my, my late, late adolescence in a way. And, and, uh, got to experience, uh, that part of my youth a little more off base, uh, and just put on a uniform and go to work. Just, uh, you know, I never realized that that's what the military can be is, is you just going to work like everybody, you know, it's not, you're not on the base or, or at war all the time. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's not the worst commitment in the world. It's actually a very, very uh, uh, wise commitment on my part, for sure. So, so how did you transition from air traffic controller working um, as a as an air guy into music? Did you come out and go right into music, or did you get a job, or how, how did you do this? Uh, I got a job. I, I. I finished as soon as I got out. I, I did a lot of college while I was in the military, and then um, when I got out, I had a little college left to finish up. But uh, I had my experience alone as an air traffic controller uh, was enough to land me a, which should have been enough to land me a job. But um, it's it was so competitive at that time that um, another thing to bump me up on the list, they said, was if I went and and finished my degree in air traffic management, which I did, and. Um, so I did that, and I did get on that list, and I did get a job. So um, in the meantime, I was uh, while I was finishing up my school, I was parking and refueling airplanes um, at uh, Hanscom Air Force Base in uh, Bedford, Massachusetts, and and then uh, I worked uh, doing like field ops for for that airport too, which was another another. Uh, my first FAA job. And then I got into the FAA as an air traffic controller. Um, and all that time I was, I was a musician. I was a musician already when I was in the Navy, but, uh, during all the, the time when I got out, I was just following both passions, man. I was building a recording studio, uh, with my brother in his, in his basement. It was like a soundproof glass divided, you know, top of the line uh, equipment and everything we, we we went all out we were very serious about music but also very serious about about um or just kind of very smart about knowing that it it, it can be a pipe dream um so so i played it safe and kept kept my day job but kept doing music and uh and so far that 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 has worked for me <laughs> is that what you're doing now uh day job in it and and working at nights as a musician yeah i still i actually kept a government job so i can I, it's just one that has a lot more freedom than an air traffic controller job would be gotcha so, yeah gotcha so you can do your profession and, and tour when you need to yeah yeah i got nights and weekends off and i got my military time gave me all this uh uh, vacation time. We call it leave. <laughs> I, I want to ask you. So, how does how does your service in the military, uh, veterans, affect your music and your songwriting? What is it about your experience that reflects into the music? Well, I mean, for, for I mean, for this song, this song is actually a perfect example of it. Is that like that time of my life was. It was sort of, um, especially at 20, the song is called 20, but, um, but you're, you're, you're going for it and you don't really know, you haven't really experienced that much yet. 
Um, and, but you're just trying to see what sticks and doing, and, and doing all, doing all this work and exploring and, and, and learning and, and, and gaining ex as much experience as you can for whatever the next thing may be. And, um, and I feel like the, that the military really helped me do that. Um, not just in the aviation field, but just mentally and, and, uh, and just got, got me ready, ready for life. You know, I could have, could have easily stayed in and if, you know, if I had, it, I'd be just about ready to retire probably, but, right. That's right. <laughs> um, but, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I got out when I did, I got to, you know, pursue all kinds of dreams. So awesome. And that's what the military was for me. And, and well, let's go into the song called uh, yeah. Jimmy's song, because I know that, uh, it's an, another incredible song. I just love your, um, music. It's, uh, what would you call it? Melancholy pop? Would you call it? What would you call it? Uh, it's been called a lot of things, you know, okay. from alternative rock to folk, indie pop, uh, we, we even a couple songs to put us in the the geek rock category, okay. which which I, n I had never heard until we were dubbed that. But um, <laughs> okay. check out a song called "Hurry, Hurry." It's very like kind of we had like this quirky sort of electronic thing happening at the same time as this as this folk rock thing, and uh, th that blend has sort of given us a real a real signature, uh, identifiable sound. And so we we really have fallen into several categories. But gotcha. I, I like music in all those categories. So well, you know, m music affects the soul, and uh, you know, I'm doing a podcast on uh, foreign policy for VT Radio, um, mm -hmm. and you know, most of it's pretty serious stuff. It's about uh, military issues, war issues, things like that. But from time to time, you know, we, we all got to listen to music to let it inspire us, to give us our moral compass, to give us our values, to give us something to hold on to. Um, it, it really affects all of us. I mean, most people listen to music. And uh, so I wanted to know more about this Jimmy's song because you wrote a song about your father-in-law who mm -hmm. served in Vietnam. Uh, can you tell us more about the song? Uh, the lyrics very much uh, speak for themselves, but uh, since we're not listening yet, the, uh, the, the song, um, so I'm going to tell pretty much the song as I tell it in the story, but my, my father-in-law is an interesting guy. He's, he's, uh, he's been to Vietnam and and I think he did two tours over there, but he he actually went down in not one but two airplane airplane crashes, um, and and sur and survived. You know, he walked away from that and and uh, and lived quite a life. You know, he's he's still going and and uh, and you know he he was constantly joking with me, saying like, wait, when am I going to get my song? And then uh, and uh, I. It wasn't even for the song, but at one point he was, he started talking about one of his crashes and I just, I hit record on my phone and, and, uh, I got this incredible story about how he crashed on the water and his, his plane just sunk. Um, and he was trapped in his uh, seatbelt. It was, it was like too tight or something. And he had a, he had like a, another belt on at the same time and, and he was sleeping when the plane went down, actually, or, or so he didn't really have time to prepare, basically kind of like woke up in a sinking plane and had to get out. And uh, it was an incredible story uh, moving. And um, and so I knew that that I wanted to try to work that into into music. And and I, that's part of the song. Um, 
but after that as well, you know, I feel like uh, there's something I say in the song. He keeps saying, uh, if you're just about to give up, give it one more try, and uh, you might be surprised. And uh, and that's what he did in that moment because he really thought that um, this is how I go. And uh, and finally he got he wiggled out of that belt and uh and surfaced and 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 was spitting up oil and all this stuff and and he was i think he was the last one to get out of there but um but yeah i feel like he he you know it sent that message to me uh but i feel like he you know that was that's something that i've always said too you know live life to its fullest give it all you got kind of thing is is very much in the spirit of my music um so i, I felt like that was a good marriage but and um uh, you know, speaking of marriage, he, he, he married a lovely woman, raised a family and, and had a wonderful, um, um, rich life. So, um, and that's all in the song as well. Lovely, man. That's a cool tribute to your father-in-law, man. That's very cool of you. Thank you. Yeah, he yeah. deserves it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The harrowing story. And, um, well, big shout out to Jimmy on Veterans Day and, uh, you know, hope everything uh, goes okay over there. You're in Boston, right? Uh, I am, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. outside of Boston and Medfield, okay, I can, gotcha. he's he's here. If you want me to, if you want to say hi to he's him, he's available. Let's go say hello to him. Okay. You know what the heck? That's what we're talking about. I want to see Jimmy. Is he around? Okay, yeah. Maybe I, maybe I'll take you to him. So you know, sure. Let's do that. Hey Jim, you want to mute that? <laughs> <laughs> Jim around. Let's see. Oh wait, yeah. Turn up the volume on this thing here. Okay. You okay there? Yeah. Can you okay. hear us? Is that Jimmy? That's yeah, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, Jim, sir. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. Yourself? Fantastic. Uh, we're doing a little podcast uh, with your son-in-law and playing uh, his music and telling the world about it. But I want to know more about you. Uh, what do you think about having a song written about Jim? What do I think about what? Having a song written about you. I think it's great. You know, uh, I hope we make millions off of him. <laughs> well, he's co-writer right here. There you go. So you get something. You get fifty percent royalties. Not bad. <laughs> it's a good son-in-law. Yeah, we got him established in ASCAP and everything. So he's he's a, he's a real songwriter here. Yeah, that's right. Rock yeah. and roll. That sounds good. If you're looking for so, a songwriter, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, Jimmy. Well, I'll tell you what, it's pretty honorable that you did that for you. And, of course, thank you for your service in Vietnam. Well, it was a long time ago, but uh, he told me about your harrowing crashes, so that was pretty intense. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's a go all right. He's a good guy, <laughs> even though he was in the Navy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take it you were Air Force? Army. Army. Okay, so you were, you were on the plane as an Army. You were traveling in a transport or what? Yeah, it was a uh, was a um, C seven A Caribou was a, was an Australian plane, and uh, I was flying with some Australians, and the plane uh, came in for a landing, hit the uh, came in a little too low. The landing gear hit the water, flipped the plane over, tore the wings off, and uh, I learned how to swim that day. <laughs> well, that's putting it nicely. And uh, also, uh, I was in a helicopter. We took off 
from a, uh, a, a tender ship in the uh, a Navy tender boat in the uh, um, Tonkin, not Tonkin Gulf, but the um, down south, and um, got up about fifteen hundred feet. The point or the helicopter just crapped out, and we we crashed, landed, and um, we. Uh, had a couple of uh, army helicopters come in. One of them just ran cover for for us on, on you know uh, on the ground in case any enemy showed up. And the other one landed, picked us up, and took us uh, took us away from the danger. Well, it sounds like an incredibly intense moment in your life, sir. And I just again, I want to thank you for your service and thank you to uh, for the song to being written about you that got us on TV today. So. I just want to say thank you to both of you. On that note, uh, Dave, uh, tell us more about um, what's co coming up for your bands, how we can hear more of your music. Um, are you doing some events, some shows? Uh, tell me more about it so I can share it with our listeners. Oh, sure. I think it froze up while he was talking. Did you hear? Yeah, I got everything. I think so. Okay. All right. Thanks, Jimmy. We'll see you. I'll tell you what's coming up. Uh, I've got, you asked about a, a show. I mean, we do have a show in New York City, uh, November 18th. Yeah, November 18th, we've got a show in New York City, uh, Rockwood Music Hall. That's going to be a blast. It's a, a festival uh, we're headlining. Put on the, It's put on by uh, Adam Duritz of a band called uh, Counting Crows. So, um uh, I'm, we're excited about that, and then the rest of the shows, like uh, we're even going to re release our, uh, even though our album's releasing, we're not, we're going to throw a big, um, you know, release celebration on uh, uh, in the new year, uh, early sometime. Perfect. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, we're going to post this on our site. I'll have all the links to all the songs and all the stuff uh, for our listeners and video viewers. Um, I want to thank you for being on VT Radio, Dave. And I want to wish you great success moving forward in your music career. Um, I know how hard it is out there to, uh, you know, be a musician and, and go out there. I do it myself, as you can see my guitar back there. Yes, awesome. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Been a musician since the uh, 1970s. <laughs> so a little older than you, but Excellent. that's okay. Uh, I was in the music business back in the 90s, uh, you know, record labels, that type of thing. When you really? can sell oh. CDs to make a dollar, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And in fact, I just want to let you know that we just um because everything just comes out on streaming on Veterans Day, um we we're actually going to we're taking advantage of a a site called Bandcamp where you can sell merchandise and we decided uh this morning to put this uh the album for sale on uh, people can download it or buy a physical copy. Uh, on Bandcamp. So if you go to Bandcamp and search Air Traffic Control, you can listen to the whole record there. Jimmy's song and all. Again, I want to thank you for being on the show, and I do wish you the best of success, my friend. I know it's a tough go. Touring is fun. It's exhausting and awesome to share with the fans, and hopefully we'll get you a few more fans here. I'm a fan. Um, I love that song, 20, and that music video. Uh, will it be coming out November 11th as well? Uh, music video just came out uh, two days ago. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yep. Well, that's pretty cool, man. Pretty inventive uh, yep. with the bed and the whole thing. So we'll we'll put a little snippet on there for the fans to look at, and then you can go watch it on YouTube or whatever else, right? Excellent. Yep. Good 
this presentation hit the like button now also share it with your friends and don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode vt approves this message